0: إن الحمد لله نحمده the ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من I الله فلا مضل له ومن the فلا هادي له وأشهد أن continue our classes about Hajj, still reading from the book Tabsir al-Nasik bi ahkam al-Manasik. Al-Fadirat al-Shaykh al-Allama al-Muhadith, Abdul-Mahsin bin Hamad al-Abad al-Badr. rafa hafara Allahu lahu wa liwalidayhi wa muslimin wa muslimat Ameen. Tonight, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to read al-Ihram bil-Hajji to engage in the state of Ihram for Hajj and to do the actions of Hajj, the rites of Hajj on the 8th of the Hijjah the 8th of the Hijjah and live in Mecca the first station is Mina because the Hijjahs now from the 8th of the Hijjah they're going to be moving, they're not going to be in one place they're going to go to Mina, then to Arafat then to Muzdalifah then go back to Mina they go to Mecca, then go back to Mina that's that's how it is and here is the breakdown for us, now at this point the Hujjash who came to Mecca and they as there is three ways, three and to Tamattu' Qiran, Ifrad All of them Every Muslim who came To make Hajj Once they arrived to Mecca They make Tawaf All of them The one who is doing Tamattu Qiran and Ifrad And the one who is making Tamattu They finish a whole Umrah Complete Umrah They do Tawaf, Sa'i And they take care of their hair Take care of the head and then they become a normal people. And they wait until this day of the al and engage in the state of Ihram again and say Labbaik Allahumma hijah. As for the Qarin and uh, the Mufrid they stayed on their <coughs> Ihram. They don't come out until the, the day of the eid. So the Shaykh said, Allah says that the people of Mecca now who live in Mecca, they want to make Hajj See, now the people of Mecca, they want to make Hajj They wait until this day, the 8th of the Hijjah And also, those who do not live in Mecca But they arrive to Mecca from everywhere Whether from Taif, Jeddah, Medina From Asia, Europe, America, Africa, Australia and the like All those people who are already in Mecca, all of them they engage in a state of Ihram to perform Hajj on the 8th of the Hijjah. And it is called Yawm tarwiyah Also this day is called Yawm tarwiyah Everybody engage in a state of Ihram from where they at. The people, the residents of Mecca from their homes. The pilgrims, those in hotels, they do it in their hotel rooms. Those in villas or they rent houses or villas or apartment buildings, they do it where they are. And then they go to Mina. That morning, they proceed to Mina and they will pray Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Aisha, Fajr in Mina. Of course, every Salat in its time, it doesn't mean once they get there they pray all this together. No, meaning this is the prayers that they're gonna pray while they are in Mina that day and that night. They do not combine but they shorten the prayers who have four to two. Remember this rule, there is no combining in Mina, period. However, there is shortening for Dhuhr, Asr and Isha, two rakats but every Salat is to be performed at its time there is no combining between Dhuhr and Asr and Maghrib and Isha He says, because the Sahaba, the companions, of those who, when they finish the Umrah with the Messenger of Allah sallallahu Wasallam, that's what they did. Because remember, when the Prophet sallallahu Wasallam, complete the tawaf al sahih, he commanded all the companions who didn't bring with them the hadi, the sacrificial animal for the hadi. He, Prophet sallallahu commanded them to switch it to Umrah and wait until the eighth of the Hijjah and engage in the ihram. So that's what they did, the Companions, they waited until the 8th of the Hijjah and they engaged in the state of Ihram along with the people who lives in Mecca reside in it as for the Messenger of Allah and whoever from the Companions who brought the Hadi with them they stayed on Ihram once they made Tawaf and Sa'id, they remained on their Ihram because if anybody brought with him the animals for sacrifice they will stay on the state of haram until they slaughter that hadith and the hadith has to be slaughtered on the Eid day not before that likewise the shaykh mentioned if somebody already is staying There is no combining in Mina We're going to get to Arafat Now we're just talking about Mina That's why he said Mina Inshallah There's no combining in Mina As for Arafat, we're going to learn Inshallah later on Also, some people, they may be in Mina Because some people, they go early They go on the 7th and sit on Mina some people they may not have, find a, a residence in Mecca What they do, they go and stay in Mina So those people who are already in Mina on the 8th of Al-Hijjah They engage in the state of Ihram in Mina They take a shower too and do what they gotta do, MashaAllah And they say that, Baykallahu Mahajr in that morning They don't have to go to Mecca to get in the state of Ihram, okay? from it. That's point number one. Point number two. It is not from the Sunnah for the people of Mecca or those who are already in Mecca to go to the Masjid Al-Haram where the Kaaba is to engage in the state of Ihram. Likewise, it is not from the Sunnah for them to go and make Tawaf al wadaa because some people, they say, let's make tawaf huh? Farewell tawaf for, for the house of Allah before we go for Hajj Nor it is from the sunnah for them to go make sa'i and then go Okay? All these are misconceptions that some people think and believe Some people, they believe they are in a hotel or they are in some places in, in areas in Mecca Because Mecca is a big city one of the main uh, subdivisions or areas is the Azizia, very famous. It's far from the Haram, but it's famous. A lot of Hujjahs stay there. It's all apartments. It's not like big hotels. It's all apartment buildings and villas that is crowded with the Hujjahs, with the pilgrims. Alhamdulillah. So some people they think, look, on that edge of the Hujjah. They take their clothing of ihram and they believe that they have to do it in the haram, so they don't have to. Okay, they do it whenever they are, because the sahaba once again, and they are example for us, the companions, they engage in a state of ihram for Hajj from Mecca, but from where they are, they did not do any of this what Muslims do. None of the companions went to the haram and. And, and that's when he says Allah Hajj and the like. Rather, whatever, whoever staying where they at that morning, they engage in state of ihram, they say La Bakallah Hajj, and they went to Mina. Number three. Now the shortening of the prayer and the combining of it, when it is applicable. Because it is combining, you combine in Arafat and Muzdarifat. This is in Hajj. Both are equal. All the pilgrims actually are equal in it. Those meki ones who reside in Mecca or those who are not. Okay. Even the meki Mina is right there, is next to, next to them. Maybe like a mile, two or three miles or something. But them too, they can... Combine in Arafat and they can shorten the prayers in Mina and Arafat and the like. How is that? The Sheikh says, because the Prophet ﷺ did not command the Meki people, the Meccan people who perform Hajj with him to complete their prayers when he shortened their heads. You see? Okay. The Prophet. ﷺ. People from Mecca, they reside in Mecca. They didn't travel. They live in Mecca. They perform the prayer of the Prophet Sallallahu and they pray too. Prophet didn't tell them complete your prayers. And he the Shaykh mentioned a hadith that uh, author, that Umar Rul Khattab radiyallahu who he made Hajj and he was the leader of the believers when he was the Khalifa. He lead the people in Salat In Mecca, when he was still in Mecca And he performed two rakats. When he finished, he said All oh, people of Mecca, complete your prayers Because we are travelers See, okay? He's in Mecca, he told them that When he prayed too, he remind the residents He told them, all oh, people of Mecca Those who are residents of Mecca Complete Salat, four Meaning they have to get up And make two missing rakats But when he was in Mina He prayed two rakats But He said there is no report That he told the people of Mecca Oh people of Mecca uh, Complete your prayers In the Sheikh he says Those people from the people of Mecca The residents of Mecca Them combining and shortening Is because of Hajj it's because of them performing Hajj, that's why He says, so let's say if there is somebody with them From Mecca, but they are not performing Hajj This is a driver An old family, old man, but they have a driver But that driver is not making Hajj Okay? That driver is not making Hajj We are just taking them from place to place That person does not combine And does not shorten is only for those who are performing Hajj Point number four If somebody Engage in the state of ihram For Hajj in the eight of the Hajj From the mutamatti'een The person who doing Hajj the But then after that They find out that they didn't make tawaf The Umrah Tawaf for the Umrah Or sahih or maybe he did only because some people do this. We don't know until they start talking in mina or whatever. Did a tawaf? No, didn't do tawaf. Or somebody the sheikh he says they did the tawaf, but they didn't do seven. They did only like five or six, or say or something like that. This person is not mutamatta anymore. He became a qarin. He became a qarin because he didn't complete the umrah because for someone to be mutamatiq, they have to complete the Umrah why? because this person, since the 8th of the Hijjah, comes in and this person say, cannot go and finish the Umrah, that's it he can go finish it before that, from the 7th to the 6th but now he's already in hajj, so, automatically he become a Qaar in the Shaykh, he says an example Something happened to Aisha عنها, Because Aisha عنها, uh, When they arrived to Mecca Because she was uh, uh, with, uh, with those who accompanied The Messenger of Allah وسلم, And She has her menses She was in her menses So she didn't make tawaf Because the woman in their menses They do not make tawaf So she was waiting And her menses continues until the eighth of the Hijjah then the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi tells her just say that bake a hajjan and you become a Qarina She became a Qarina So this is if a person did not make Tawaf or Sa'i for the Umrah, why? Because this is what Tawaf and Sa'i for Umrah was that. Asrakun. Okay, remember this from the Arkan, from the pillars. Now the Shaykh says if a person in the Umrah for the Hajj, of course, the Mutamatta, make tawaf and make sa'i, but they did not shave their head. Okay, and they say, La hajjan the that person, the Shaykh said, still Mutamatta because he has left only wajib from the wajibat an obligatory element from the obligatory element of Umrah but he has to expiate for that okay since that person did not shave the head and the shaving of the head on after finishing the Umrah is not a pillar from the pillars of Umrah rather it is from the wajibat so that person is still considered as a mutamatta' but however he has to expiate for that, since he didn't uh, shave his head or trim it. What is the expiation? A sheds, uh, a sheep, or a seventh of a camel, or a seventh of a cow. Okay? Meaning that him and six others, they share in a cow or in a camel but no sharing in a goat or sheep for, for, for one person and this expiation, this animal is for the poor people in the haram he does not eat from it nothing but the slaughter, that animal that the mutamatiya slaughter on the day of the Eid yes, he can eat from it he can eat from that inshaAllah Ham number five. That the pilgrims they spend the night in Mina. Once they go to Mina, they spend the night. They wait until the morning of the ninth of the Hijjah. Spending the night in Mina is mustahab. It's not wajib. It's not obligatory. It's not a pillar from the pillars of Hajj. It's mustahab, recommended. And if someone did not spend the night, that night, not any night now Remember these other nights that they are obligatory But this night, the first night When the Hijaj reached Mina on the 8th of the Hijjah And this is the ninth, the night of the 9th of the Hijjah This one is Mustahab If the pilgrims do not spend the night in there, there is nothing against them. That's why some people they they go straight to Arafat. Okay? Some pilgrims instead of going to Mina, they just skip Mina that day and go to Arafat. There is nothing against those people, but still it is better for them to follow the Sunnah of the Prophet and to go by Mina first, then to Arafat. So now, in summary to this point, the Hajj. they will on the 8th of the Hijjah Remember the dates now, it's very very important because we have there is actions of 8th there is the actions of the 9th and there is actions of the 10th and 11th, the 12th and the 13th, that's Hajj Actually, this is the Hajj 8th, 9th, ten, 11th, 12th and thirteen of the Hijjah 6 days, that's the Hajj Okay? So the 8th of the Hijjah The pilgrims They make Ihram This is a summary Wherever they are They can engage in the state of Ihram Like they did in the Umrah Say They go to Mina They pray They just stay there There is nothing Much to do Of course To remember Allah And that They pray In its time Shortening shorten Maghrib shorten. Spend the night get some rest, the next day is going to be and the one after it is going to be very very tough then they pray Fajr in its time and now the day of Arafah began Number one, Sheikh mentioned points Number one, it is recommended to leave Mina towards Arafah after the sun of the day of Arafah which is the ninth of the Hijjah. As in the hadith of Jabir عنه, The long hadith in Sahih Muslim Hadith number 2950 2950 And that the hijjaj when they start leaving They make Talbiyah And making Takbir Remember the truth. I love you. Allahumma love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I And they make a- Because of the of Abdullah ibn عمر radiallahu اللَّهُ عَنْهُمَا wa Abdullah ibn Umar in this hadith that is collected by Imam Muslim in his Sahih he says we left with the messenger of Allah sallallahu we left Mina towards Arafat some of us in the companions were saying Talbiya while others were saying Takbir and also because of the hadith of Anas عنه, that is in Bukhari and Muslim he was asked كيف تصنعون في اليوم الله Somebody asked, Anas Said how? What is the thing you used to do in this day of Arafat us, We used to do? قال كان من المهل من المهل فلا ينكر عليه ويكبر من المكبر فلا ينكر عليه. some of us used to. Do the Talbiyah And we were not told not to do it And some of us were making takbir Number two Point number two Once the pilgrims, they arrive to Arafah They stay in it Okay (laughs) and Alhamdulillah, there is camps Same way in Mina There is camps and they are numbered from 1 to I don't know 99 or maybe more ala alam. let's say as we give the example the other class if if you're in Mina your camp is 45 then in Arafat you're gonna be in camp 45 too so this is, it's a big place, a lot of tents people can get lost easy in there so once you get there mashallah there is tents and uh, you sit there you lay down if you want take some rest but the shaykh is saying that you gotta make sure you're inside the boundaries of Arafah okay and especially there is signs it's signs that tell you this where Arafat starts so nobody should just stay next to Arafah they have to be in Arafah why because being in Arafah, not next to it, or close to it, or beside it Being in it Putting your foot on the ground of Arafah That's a pillar from the pillars of Hajj Not only that is a pillar from the pillars of Hajj, that's Hajj itself As the Prophet says, al hajj arafah And how you understand this, al hajj Doesn't mean if somebody just go to Arafah and come back and say Hajj no tawaf, no muzdalifah, meaning that this is the most important thing. If a person does the ulama they mention if a person miss Arafah, has missed the whole Hajj, has to make the Hajj again next year. Look how important to pay attention. This is especially for those people who walk. Like I told you, if you go on a bus, inshallah, those buses, they're not gonna drop you outside Arafah. That's if they did, that's a big violation. Now those bus drivers, they would not open the doors until they get you in the camp. And all those camps are inside Arafah. Who need to pay more attention? Are those people who they decide to walk. Because some people do walk from Mila to Arafah. Maybe 9 kilometers or something. It's like 6 or 7 miles. Yes, a lot of people walk. Or those people who are from Mecca, or they came from Medina, or some of they drive in their own vehicles, those people have to really pay attention. Okay. Or, let's say the bus breaks down and and the driver uh, get creative and says, "Look, look, arafah is over there. Go ahead, guys." Now you have to pay attention and make sure that you are inside arafah Number three, point number three The time of Arafah To stand and be in Arafah Starts after Dhuhr When Dhuhr come time that day And he extends Until Fajr now, So you have from Dhuhr And the whole night That afternoon, the whole night Until Fajr of the 10th of the Hijjah. Why? this point is because the Shaykh says because the Prophet Sallallahu entered Arafah in Zawal after the time because the Prophet when he left Mina he stopped in Namira that's where he stopped first the Prophet and that was before the time before Zawal shams and he stayed there until the Zawal he went to Arafah that's why the ulama they mentioned that, that's when the time of Arafah starts. Other ulama they say, they start from the Fajr, from that Fajr of Arafah, when they spend that night in Mina. Fajr comes in, they say, that's when the time of Arafah starts. Anyway the Shaykh he says if someone make it made it in the morning to Arafah, they cannot leave Arafah before Zawal, before Dhuhr. And also them and those who made it to Arafah at or Dhuhr after Dhuhr, they should not leave Arafah before sunset. Before sunset. Aina. That, because it is from wajibat al-hajj It's not from the pillars of hajj From the ad- obligatory element of hajj That whoever make it to Arafah At daytime Should stay until sunset This is different than someone who make it to Arafah after Maghrib If a person make it to Arafah after Maghrib They can stay there for one minute and leave if they want they don't even have to come out of the car. They drive in, they just drive into Arafah and make you turn and come back. You see, go to Muzdarifah, it's permissible. But if someone made it to Arafah before sunset, they made it there in the morning, Dhuhr time, between Dhuhr and Asr, Asr time, they have to stay there until Maghrib. And of course, they don't pray Maghrib in there. And he's going to come shortly. Now, it is considered uh, the person who is in harafa doesn't matter if he was walking, driving, standing, sitting, laying down, doesn't matter. Because sometimes people in Arabic call this as wuquf bi Arafah. In the books it says al-wuquf. This wuquf literally means standing. But here it doesn't mean standing. Standing, this means that to be in Arafah, to pass by Arafah, to find yourself in Arafah. You want to stand, stand. You want to sit, sit. You want to lay down, you lay down. But some people just, they take it literally and they stand for hours. Akhi, sit down. No, I can't sit. He says, standing in Arafah. No, this is not the understanding, okay? You can lay down, you can walk, you can, alhamdulillah. Point number four, whoever arrived to Arafah at daytime should not leave it before sunset. As this is as it's mentioned, but this is a point by itself because it is one of the wajibat of Hajj. Okay? Point number five: That the pilgrims who made it to Arafah in the morning, all by Dhuhr time, what they do? They pray Dhuhr and Asr together. They combine together at the time of Dhuhr. Rahim that's the answer. The pilgrims, when when they arrive to Arafah, they wait until Dhuhr time. And they pray both, dhuhr and asr, they combine. And they pray them at the time of dhuhr. Combining and shortening both. With one adhan and two iqamas. So they call the adhan and then they call the iqama for dhuhr. Pray dhuhr to rak'ahs. Then they call the iqama for asr and pray asr to as in the Hadith of Jabir. And it is recommended for the Imam. Here the Imam of the Muslims. Like now, or its deputy. to Like now, this uh, khutbah is given by the Mufti. Abdul Aziz al Sheikh Every Arafah is the one who gives a khutbah okay and lead the people in a prayer so what this Imam do there is a masjid called Masjid Namira big masjid right by Arafat that's when the the Imam give a khutbah and that's the Mufti the Mufti al-Azhar before praying Dhuhr and asr in this khutbah the Imam he mentioned the the rulings of Hajj whatever remains from that day Arafah, what they do, then Musdalifah, then the tenth day of the and the like following the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, as it is found in the Hadith of Jabir Point number six it is better for the Hajjaj in Arafah to not to fast that day, because remember that that they fast in that day is very important Has a great reward But for those who are not in Hajj Those who are not in Hajj It is highly recommended for the Muslims to fast On the day of Arafah, the ninth day of the Hijjah But for the pilgrims, they don't fast that day Because they need strength To remember Allah, to make a lot of dua In that great day Because the Prophet ﷺ in Arafah, he was not fasting, okay? As it occurs in Sahih Al-Bukhari, Sayyih Muslim, on the authority of Umm Al-Fadl, Bint Al-Harith, radiallahu anha, anna nasa anta marawu Arafah Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Some people, they were not arguing, but they were actually going back and forth, one another, at her presence, whether the Prophet ﷺ fasted Arafah or not Whether the Prophet ﷺ Was fasting on the day of Arafah Or not So Now they're in Arafah And some they like Yeah he's fasting Other they says no he's not fasting So what did she do Arsalt arsalat so when she saw them doing like that She just sent a cup of uh, milk To the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he's standing in Arafah And he drank it Prophet Sallallahu drank that milk sure. So we don't fast The hijaz do not fast on that day So the Shaykh says As other than the pilgrims It is better for them to fast that day and this is the best day to fast, the voluntary day. The Shaykh says, because of the hadith of abi Qatadah, وسئل عن صوم يوم فقال يكفّر والباقيه. The Prophet ﷺ was asked about the the virtue of uh, the, the, the fasting on the day of Arafah. Prophet ﷺ says he expiates the past year and the whatever left in this in this year in the present year, collect the by Imam muslim and also in an, uh, in another uh, uh, narration the prophet said "Siyamu for muslim allah <speaking in Hebrew> prophet sallallahu that the, the first in arafa XK, The the year that before it and the the year that after it. Look, one day, one day. Number seven, point number seven that standing in Arafah or being in Arafah in any place in Arafah doesn't have to be in one place. So now, when you, when you, it's time, why you pray Dhuhr and Asr together? Early, so that you have a long time for du'a until Maghrib, and you stand and face qibla for the du'a. You face the qibla, make talbiya You still saying talbiyah, talbiyah, la allahumma la to the end. You still remembering Allah, making loud du'a in this great day, and have hope, and be and insist in the dua, don't make dua once make the dua and repeat it again and again and again and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the good of this life and the good of the hereafter, both now you ask Allah for the good of both lives this dunya and in the akhirah. this pleasing Allah and this really tadharu uh, uh, shaytan wa yukhzee Okay When the person Stand and make dua And cry and ask Allah And humble themselves This is pleasing to Allah And this is hated to the shaitan Shaitan run away in this day. He hides Can't stand to see all these Muslims Making dua And, 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 and turning to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And asking Allah Likewise while a person making dua and standing this great day should make sincere repentance from all sins and disobedience to Allah all disobedience so that you can come out from this day clean from sins you the shaykh says this is what the person should do he said the pilgrim they should not spend this uh, their time in this day by running and walking and and, and exploring Some people, that's what they do They go, let's explore Arafah Some people, they what they do They spend, the Sheikh, he says Most of that day Looking for the Mount of Arafah This little jebel, little mount They looking for it People are making dua Reading Quran, Talbiya Istighfar, these people still looking And eventually, most likely They get lost after they could even get back, they don't find the mountain and they couldn't find back to camp as it is not obligatory to find this mount of Jabal al rahma and to climb it, no because there is no delete, but people they do that, they, they go through hardship put their hardship on themselves Okay, And they look for it And once they find it They climb some They fall and break a leg Or whatever the case is And subhanallah There's no reward in doing that whatsoever Wherever you want You will see this stuff now You're hearing me But you may go to make hajj And you may be with some people like this And they be like they. You just get to the tent And they like Okay, they're stalking Whatever, dunya And then as soon as you pray duhr They start Who's going with us? Where are you going, guys? We're going looking for the mountain of uh, Rahma, Jabal al-Rahma. And then, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. You know what it is? I don't know. We're going to ask, alhamdulillah, whoever has a tongue doesn't get lost. Okay. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> in, the, in Arabic, they say, <laughs> <laughs> And then, somebody, you may be in a class or something, said to them, يا is, you don't have to go there. Ah, sure, sure, you don't have to. You sit there, man. No, we're going to go to Jabal al rahman And then, no. You stay where you want, ya, And remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <clears throat> Number eight. Keep in mind while you're there now that this is the greatest gathering of the Muslims, Arafat. Oh, subhanAllah. Many Muslims, millions. You know they hear every year now three point five million, three, maybe more or less Allah Ahmed, but that's what they've been saying. That's the greatest gathering of the Muslims every year in one place, in one spot. So the Safi says when you see the Muslims from different lot different countries different background different this speak different languages this different shapes Now you remember the gathering in Yom al Not only 3.5 million is all of the creation all of the people all of them, people of Noah and Adam, Tamud and and Ibrahim, and Musa, and Yusuf, and Isa, and Muhammad, and all these people, they will gather in front of Allah So now you, that's a reminder, should remind you, says the same way all these people, I don't know who they are. And they come in all of them from different places. You never know their plans. The never people of China never call people of America. Look, we're gonna meet. No, they don't know who's coming or do until you get there. Same way, you stand in front of Allah, and you see people from every, from the first generations and last generations, all stand in front of Allah. So that reminds you of Yom Al qiyamah and uh, if you really care about yourself and you wanna. Protect yourself from the hellfire and be from the winners, then you got to make a, a decision at that day You got to say look man just by yourself at that moment you're raising your hand and you see people doing so many things And then a flashback on your life So like be displayed in front of your eyes right there all the things you've been doing and the salad, the the fasting, the charity Your livelihood, your relationship with your parents Relationship with your wife, children Neighbors Relationship with your Lord Your aqeedah, your knowledge How much do you know this and that And you will like Come up with a decision man that, That's it Enough is enough I got to be serious about my religion I got to practice I got to be a better Muslim. I gotta a better servant of Allah. I be a better husband, better father, better son, better neighbor, better worker, better partner, and the like. Number nine, <clears throat> Sherry says, yes. Now, he's, in this point, he's going to mention about the virtue of this day of Harrafa. Now, there is texts. To highlight the virtue of this day of Arafah from them is the statement of the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi wasallam: This hadith that is collected by Imam Muslim, hadith number three thousand two hundred eighty-eight. I give you this so you can. Give the translation, the accurate translation I do my best On the authority of Aisha But the Prophet said There is not a day In which Allah save more Of his slaves from the hellfire Than this day of Arafah Than this day of Arafah Indeed Allah Draw near To His slaves The making dry Arafah Bragging that with theirs, what they do, that which the angels do, and we know what the angels do. They remember Allah and they worship Allah and their obedience And of course, Allah descend and get near him in a way that befits His Majesty, Subhanahu wa Taala. And then He says, "What they want?" He said to the angels, "What these ones they want?" Wa Allah mean they want the forgiveness of Allah. They want the rahmah of Allah. Likewise, another hadith pertaining to the virtue of du'a and superiority of du'a on the day of Arafah. The Prophet says, Prophet says, "The best du'a is the du'a on the day of Arafah, and the best." Dua that I said And the prophets before me La ilaha illallah Wahdahu la sharika lah Lahul mulk wa lahul hamdu Wahhu ala kul shaykh And abilallah ibn Umar Wahhu hasan li ghayri As it is in of Imam now. Likewise, <coughs> the a hadith As it is in 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 As it is Likewise The Sheikh As it is in As it is in As it is in the raising of the hands while you're making dua in Arafah. So you make dua, this is the best dua, this is the dua of Arafah. And likewise, you raise your hands while you're making the dua. Because of the hadith of Usama ibn Zayd radiallahu anhuma who said, sallallahu alayhi النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بعرفات فرفع يديه يدعو فمالت به ناقته فسقط خطامها فَتَنَاوَرْ خِطَامَ بِإِحْدَى يَدَيْهِ وَهُوَ رَافِعٌ يَدَهُ الْأُخْرَرَ وَهُ النَّسَائِ بِإِسْنَادٍ صَحِيْحٍ Usaab ibn Zayd radiallahu anhumah, he says, I was riding behind the Prophet because he was riding with him. He said the Prophet was making dua, raising his hand. This is in Arafah. He said his shikah mo- moved a little bit, so that the reins, you know the reins, uh, they fall off from his hand and he was so the the the, the uh actually it says the uh and the, the sheikh almost start moving so the Prophet grabbed the reins with one hand, still raising the other one making dua. Still raising the other one by itself while he's making dua. In the sheikh says there is no specific dua on the Arafah Likewise, like this from the bid'ah innovations, the ignorant people who don't learn, they fall into these mistakes. Like in tawaf and sa'i, some people, they believe that for every tawaf, every sa'i, every round, every shout, there is a specific dua have to be said, لا. Likewise, if certain people think that there is only certain dua that you're supposed to say in Arafa, Remember, the best thing you say in Arafa is what? You repeat this Allah. You make talbiyya, you read Quran, you make dua for your parents, for yourself, for your family, for your children. Ask Allah to give you halal, to increase your wealth, your health. To give you genital for those. Give you this is dua. Shaykh says, You remember Allah and you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you recite Quran, you make talbiyah, but it's better, it's better for you to say the ad'iyah that are mentioned in Quran and the sunnah that's better, that can be better than that cannot be better so the shaykh said it's better for you to know and to supplicate with the ad'iyah that are in the Quran and in the sunnah why because they are small words but they contain a lot okay and also those ad'iyah when you make them you know you're sure and certain that you're not making no mistakes you see some people they make dua and they may make a mistake they ask something they shouldn't ask or they may ask it in a certain way or they may why they making that dua, they may oppressing themselves or oppressing others you see or they may ask him something that they think is good for them, but is not good for them. Or they may ask Allah something that they think is not good, but actually is good. You see, when they come up with their own du'a. But when you make du'a from the Qur'an, the du'a that are already in the Qur'an, the du'a that is in the sunnah of the Prophet that's what you need. And then the Shaykh Hafidahullah, he mentioned Nara in the Qur'an. It is ayat, yes, ayat. Yes. Which are supplication actually, like Hasbi Allah la ilaha illahu wa alayhi tawakkultu wa hua Rabbul Ash Al Azim. Fataha Allahu al-Malikul Hakku la ilaha illahu wa Rabbul Ash Al Kareem. Alhamdulillah wa salamun ala ibadihi illa dinastafa. Alhamdulillahi illa dihla hua fi wa 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 alhamdulillahu wa alhamdulillahu al alhamdulillahu wa alhamdulillahu wa alhamdulillahu wa alhamdulillahu al alhamdululullahu wa alhamdululullahu wa alhamdullahu wa alhamdululullahu wa alhamdulullahu wa alhamdullahu wa alhamullahu wa alhamullahu wa 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 you can say subhanAllahu الله subhanAllah al سبحان الله العظيم طيب and there is so many ayats. ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم ربنا آتينا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا النار ربنا لا تؤخذنا إن سينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إصرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا لنا بِهِ عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين but they have supplications ربنا لا قلوبنا بعد وهب لنا many many آيات. but the sheikh have them in this book if you're making Hajj, you they be, they give these books free. You will find them alhamdulillah. Sometimes you just find them everywhere, just sitting, you'll find these books. And then سبحان الله دعاء صوم ده سنه اللهم انت ربي لا اله الا انت خلقتني وانا عبدك وانا على عهدك ووعدك اللهم اني نفسي all of this اللهم اني اعوذ بك من والحزن والكسل الدين وغلبة الرجال there is a lot of dua Okay? So that's what you do on the day of Harafa. The element, it says, Yes, it's permissible to read. And it's good to have this book with you. Because this book has a lot of maybe, I don't know, it's a lot of pages that just have the, the, dua, the dua. Yes, you can have this reading like this, and Allahumma inni Of course, when you memorize, it's better. But if you don't memorize, there is certain things that you can say it Allahumma Allahumma But then, there is other things you don't, you can read inshallah ta'ala from the book. على آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا